Hi, and welcome to the Moms and Business Podcast. I'm Jade. And I'm Allison. We are two moms navigating the working world, and we wanted to create a community where moms in business can share and learn from one another and validate that you are doing a great job. So grab a drink and enjoy. And welcome back to another episode of Moms in Business. We are so glad to have you here. Today, Jade and I are going to be talking about all the mom tools and hacks that we have um, to include anything from, you know, birth and up to toddler and maybe a couple of teen things. I don't really know what's all on the list. So let's get started. Up, We'll do the ones that we do first. I don't let you do it first. Okay. Sorry, I'm struggling this morning. I don't know what we're doing. So <laughs> I'm staring at my list and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know which one this is. Okay. So we brainstormed our hacks. Um, and I don't think I'm like super mom to come up with like some crazy hacks, but just things that we have learned over the time. Um, people joke about me about my Norwex love, but I'm going to start with that one because, um, well, actually my husband might be the only one that makes fun of me. I'm not sure. But you know, when you, with kids, when you start out, you have a baby. I bathe my first one like every day. And then I found out, whoops, that's not supposed to, you're not supposed to do that. But you got in like their routine and all that stuff. So then I'm like, okay, well then my kids are nasty. What do you do? So Norwex has a baby washcloth and you could get a baby washcloth, but it just a basic one. It does not do what Norwex does. So if it's not a bath night and my kids are disgusting, we get a wipe down, but you just get them wet and then literally sponge bath them. And it's so disgusting. If you like wipe their feet in the summer, you can see the black just come off. Oof. But I feel like it accomplishes something. I can see they're getting the dirt off of them, but you're not adding soap. So therefore you're not doing this like sponge bath with soap and now you got to rinse the soap. It's just, to me, it's been life-saving for the non-bath nights. So worth every penny. Shout out to my Norwex girl. Yeah. So I just ordered some more. My number one is definitely the busy baby mat. Now I don't have, you know, toddlers who are getting dirty because he doesn't really play in dirt unless I put him in it. So uh, the busy baby mat, you, you stick on whatever hard surface that you have and it, has these little tethers that you can tie a toy to when, you know, they're sitting in their high chair or they're at the kitchen table or they're at the dinner table, wherever you're eating out or whatever. I have the older one that is like a full square. They just came out with a newer one. That's like an oblong one that only has two tethers, but that would be perfect for like the smaller, wherever you're sitting, just because it is suction cup to the table. So that they can't throw it off, obviously. But if you have the whole square, it doesn't always fit. So I'm definitely going to think about buying the the skinnier one just to have as like a backup. Like my, this is the one that I go out with. So is this the one that's been attacking my Facebook page and showing up all the time? That company? Constantly. Okay. And now that you've watched this video or listened to this podcast, it's going to pop up okay. on your Facebook. So I'm three <laughs> kids in and I've seen that thing forever and not bought it. So it's funny. Now I think I should. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even if you just get the next like few months out of it while, while Mac is still kind of in a high chair setting, mm-hmm. I think that it's worth it. And his favorite game is to throw everything on the floor for me to pick it up. So um, that yep. is his favorite game. He'll yes. be upset. <laughs> so you can like, even the tethers that are on there, they have like adjustable whatever. So you can like for a bigger toy or something like that. So you could even do it for like a cup if you really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Facebook will remind me later and I will be. (laughs) (laughs) What would be your number two? If you had to peg one. Um, I don't know. So my husband 
um, I made fun of him one day. I got in the car in the truck and he had this whole big bag of cups, like little bitty, like little styrofoam or plastic cups. I'm like, why the heck do you have all these cups in here? He's like, cause I use them. So I guess I have to give this hack to him, but it's as simple as buying a sleeve of little cups. And then when you need a snack or we don't even use them for drinks, but mainly snacks or anything. So we can buy something and then just divvy it up. So they now have their little cup holder, their cup full of snacks in the back and they're not making a huge mess. So, or if you need to pour a drink, if they need a sip of something and you don't have a water bottle. So that's an easy one. Throw those in the car. Um, I guess we'll go with cars because that's kind of a whole hack in itself. Um, so party training, a friend of mine told me, swore by it, just buy that extra party seat. Um, especially if you have girls, boys are a little better, a little different. You can just have them stand outside, but carry that seat in your car. Um, and that's an easy hack. Um what else? Yeah. What else you do in the car? In the car specifically. Oh, I know. I don't know if I you just have snacks. It's not a huge hack. Oh yeah, just like snacks. freaking my kids come out of school and they're savages. They're climbing over the seats. <laughs> hey, get get in the back and buckle. No, we're climbing the seat looking for food. Okay. I love my daycare. Um, but they are my diet plan for my child because they don't <laughs> eat hardly anything for snack. So just pack the snacks. Just pack the snacks yeah. already. It's my biggest hack. So I guess this kind of goes with car, but also anywhere. The airplane mode and guided access for your phone or iPad. So I got this hack from some of my family members when, you know, they're on a super long car ride. They go to the lake a lot. So it's like a two hour drive. And why sit there and let your kids scream their head off? You know, if they're not going to sleep and they're not hungry, every once in a while, you just need a little break. But the most annoying part is that you hand the kid the iPad and then they just flip all over the screen and they go back to the homepage and then they're not watching anything. And then you're just constantly helping them. Guided access is there to, for you to, it's like a setting. And then when it pops up to set it, you draw around the screen where you don't want your kid to be able to touch. And then it's locking the screen in that area. So then when you're ready to unlock it, you like triple tap the home button and it unlocks the screen again for you. But what kid is going to really be able to triple tap? You know, that's like the whole reason. Oh my gosh. It's been an absolute lifesaver for me. And I'm 1000% going to do that with Briggs. Well, I'm going to have to get that setting and figure out how to do that on mine because I'm an old lady and I need all the help. I need a visual. <laughs> I need someone to do like the screenshot of how to do it. Right. <laughs> but my kids have gotten like, fix this, fix this. So that's what they do. So that would save some of that. Yeah. But then also I've given them that control a little bit. So they'll be upset when I take away the control. Oh, yeah. To scroll well, through. I feel like once they get up to like a few years old, they can kind of like point and click where they really want to be. But oh, yeah. when you're leading up to that and they're just all over the place. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So um, travel hacks. We'll stick with the car. So my friend, she's a family of six. So they have four kids, um, like eight two twins of three-year-olds and then a baby. So they were traveling for the summertime. And we all know when you're the mom packing for that trip, like, but she was like vacuum seal bags. Okay. So she packed her family of six in like two suitcases with vacuum seal bags. So crazy. So that might be worth purchasing those. Now my mom, my mind was like, okay, you're going to have a vacuum when you get there. Cause you have to vacuum that back up to get it home. Yeah. So, but that was one of her hacks that I think it's genius. I think that is 100% genius. And it's something you wouldn't think about with your one kid, but then like you get up to those two, three, and four, and it's like, I have so much crap. 
Well, and as a female, we overpack for vacation. So, you know, those things that you think you're going to wear that you know you're not going to wear. I do that with my kids' clothes too, especially my girls. I'm like, oh, they're going to wear all these cute dresses. And then we go to Florida, my sister's house, and they wear all of my niece's clothes because her clothes are so much cooler than mine, my kids, because they're not theirs. (laughs) So I should only pack like two things when I go to Florida for my kids. Yeah. So one that's actually kind of like flipping the script a little bit that you see all the time, maybe you use this thing, but it's that butt paste spatula thing. Yeah, I see it, but I okay. kind of laughed at it. And so I got one. I my, 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 I might have even gotten two. And I started using it and it was so inconvenient because then like you have to wipe that thing off before you put it back into storage. So I'm sure all of you out here know what we're talking about when I say the butt paste spatula. 100% don't worry about getting a butt paste spatula. What you do is you take like your finger full of butt paste, you wipe their little tissues with it, and then you take the clean diaper and you wipe your finger off in the diaper. Yeah. And then you put the diaper with more butt paste on it on their butt. It makes so much more sense. I was spending so much time like wiping his little butt with the thing and then having to wipe that off. And then when you don't have time to wipe it off, it just like sits there. That's disgusting. Well, who's going to walk around with their butt paste like wiper? Like who's going to carry that in your back pocket? Like when you're changing. Exactly. Exactly. No, a hundred percent true. It's more inconvenient than convenient. This mom is just happy to have a diaper that fits because (laughs) mom hack is kids can probably fit into any size diaper that you need when you need it. That's a fact. So I had put my two-year-old, um, we were at a park and I'm like, she's like, I have to go potty. And I'm like, okay, well, we're squatting for females. We all know is difficult and to make your two-year-old do that. But I'm like, well, Mac, Mac has a size five. We're going to put that on you. (laughs) This is not reverting back. You're just going to pee in this real quick. There's. And yeah. it's much cleaner than trying to squat out public in public. Much cleaner. And yeah. it just makes so much more sense. So much more sense. All right. So I am out of the baby baby stage. It's crazy to say. But um back to those days we were chatting. You saw one about breastfeeding hack, like the the Yeti. What yeah. happened? What'd you do with the Yeti? So she I didn't do this. <laughs> But she took hot water and put it in a Yeti, like a Yeti thermos, and put it in the diaper bag. That way, when she was breastfeeding at work or wherever, she would pump the milk, put the milk in her cooler where it stays fresh, obviously. And then when baby was ready to feed out of the bottle, she would put the milk that had been cooled into the hot water in the Yeti, and then it would be warmed for the baby. That sounds so amazing. (laughs) And then there's us. (laughs) So the best hack is that's an awesome hack. Like if you are breastfeeding or formula and you need to heat up your milk, I'm all for that Yeti because we all know the Yeti works or the Walmart brand that Yeti doesn't want us to know about. It also works. Um, But you could be like me. Um, First time mom, I had Reese. I was breastfeeding. But you know, when like people, you get around people and you're like, I'm not going to breastfeed in front of these people. So my work family came over, um, brought me lunch to meet Reese. And I'll never forget, we're in the kitchen. Reese is getting a little fussy. I'm like, oh, she's hungry. So I go to the fridge. I pull out this breast milk in the fridge. And I just stick that bottle right in that girl's mouth. And I'll never forget my coworker's face. It was like, oh, you're doing what? I'm like, what are you talking about? What I'm giving her milk. And in the back of my head now, I realized, and I did know that you should probably heat that up. But in the moment, I was like, 
oh, I forgot, like totally forgot. So I was like, yeah, she loves it. So no big deal. So I continue to feed her this refrigerator milk. (laughs) She drank it. We all lived through it. And then everybody left and I went to Google and I'm like, oh crap. Like, was I not supposed to do that? Yeah. So in my research, it it did not kill her and it just made her uh, less, I won't say needy, but we just never heated up the milk from then on. Yeah. I made that. I won't call it a mistake, but we owned it. We said, no, this is what we do. And we went for it. And I'll never forget the girl at daycare that was at her class. She had a baby, didn't heat hers up any either. So that's my hat. Just oh, don't yeah, heat that. Bre- if they don't know it's supposed to be warm, then they won't even know the difference. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, well, no, there is a timer and it sounds so basic and obvious, but like there's a couple different ways to do it. So the one that I saw and kind of do myself is a 10 minute timer to get yourself motivated to clean or get a task done. So you're timing yourself, not your kids. Yeah. I'll be timing myself right now. (laughs) And uh, like you're sitting on the couch and you're just like not feeling like cleaning the whole house but there's just a couple things that you could do. Set a 10 minute timer so that you can do anything for 10 minutes. And when you press go and it, it goes, it just gets you in the mood to do more. So don't tell our husbands there's a timer out there that we can time ourselves for something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you can do anything for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, you can also use the timer if you're a kid. So when you need your kid to do something, but they're playing and you can say, Hey, I'm going to set the timer. When it goes off, we've got to go clean up or it's time to clean up. We have to go upstairs to get our PJs on or whatever it is. So time them. Kids like to have that like breakdown. So instead of just immediately telling them that. Yes. Yeah. Um, there also is a timer. So have you used this or your baby's too young, but the okay to wake up clock. I know <gasps> yes. we have friends that use that. Like even before they can tell time, it's like the clock it turns, you set it for 7 a.m. And mm-hmm. when it's green, they can come out of their room. Yes. So I'm 1000% going to use that. It's, um, I'm sure they have it in a lot of different forms, but we bought the hatch and the hatch does that. It's the sound machine and it has like lights on it and stuff. So he gets a red light at night all the time. And then eventually I'll set it to where he gets like a green light or whatever in the morning. And, you know, it, it's worked wonders. I can honestly tell a difference if we don't have a red light on in the room that he's trying to sleep in. Like he does not feel as comfortable to go to sleep. Huh. I, it was the craziest thing. I think it's just, you know, how we've kind of conditioned him. But I mean, he, he looks at the red light while I'm rocking him to sleep or whatever. So like, I think it's just a, okay, now it's time. I see my red light. I'm supposed to go to bed. So I know a lot of people have success for that. One question I would have for them is when you're party training, does that red light, green light conflict with, Hey, you have to stay in here until you wake up. But you know, if Mm -hmm. you have to pee or go to the bathroom, like you can come out of your room. Like there are reasons to break it. So how do you coach your kids through that? Without them taking advantage either. You know, I got to potty. I got to potty. I got to potty. Cause we, we do that daily in our house. So, but anyone that has used the hatch or whatever wake up clock that you have, let me know how that goes for you. I'm yeah, seriously. Um, so I keep looking at our list and I didn't put these in any kind of order. This is so unorganized. But then there's the baby gate. So there's like this big, I mean, you can get it from Wayfair or Amazon or literally wherever. It's six panels of a baby gate or eight and you put them in it like a playpen. 
it's a godsend. I mean, I, I gate my kid off from wherever I don't want him to be just like a baby gate, but you keep all the toys in there. You know, nothing, nothing can leave the baby gate kind of ordeal. And then it even helps with the toddlers that we have over sometimes don't get anything out of the baby gate. They fully understand. They leave every, it gets a disaster in there, but that's okay. And then now he's figured out that he can knock it over and whatever else. So we've got to kind of adjust it a little bit, but I, I would get it 10 times over. And Kimi posted on how long you can successfully use this baby gate. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're ten, almost 10 months in and we've been using it for probably the last four. Yeah, four-ish. Once they could really like start crawling and getting to toys themselves is when we started using it. Except with the one exception of we have big dogs. So also to keep the dogs out. Yeah. Different use. That's one I've, I never implemented, but kind of in hindsight should have. It just like, it, it was something that I got solely so that the dogs didn't bug him and then it ended up working out like a dual purpose. Um, we are not organized on this. We talked a lot about it, but we did not put in order what we should talk about. Yep. But um, we did talk a little bit about clothes on the vacuum seal for clothes. But if you want to talk about a hack that I, I don't have a hack for clothes, but I'm failing at laundry. So like laundry is the, the enemy in my house. Um, and I don't even do the laundry for the kids. I say that my husband, Kyle washes it. So he does all the laundry, but he doesn't fold it and put it away. So that's like my job. And I think I got kind of the short end on the stick. He thinks he's doing great, but I'm like, uh, folding it's like half my 90% of my battle, <laughs> but keeping up with kids going from growing out of clothes and then you got to keep them for the next kid or do you get rid of them? I mean, it's never ending. Yeah. So what was one of your, did you have any kid clothes? So like, it all kind of depends on budget for one, but let's just go under the assumption that you don't want to buy new clothes for every single kid that you have. You know, you want to reuse and do hand-me-downs. You buy a bin for each size, but then there's those weird middle sizes that are like six months, nine months, three months, whatever it is, you size down the middle sizes. So you're only going to have a bin for... Uh, like newborn, zero to three, three to six, six to nine, nine to 12, let's say. You would put the three months in zero to three, six months in three to six, nine months in six to nine, and 12 months in nine to 12, instead of the reverse, because then odds are that piece is actually smaller than its next size. So it's like such a, a stupid little organizational thing that like maybe it doesn't matter, but I know as a new mom, I was so confused and I spent so much time stewing on it. It felt ridiculous, but just like realizing I just need to size down made organizing so much easier. Okay. So I always just did like three, six, nine months. And then I did the three to six. I just, in my head, I did it different. But kind of, but it was the, the same reverse, thing. but no, the same it, thing. It yeah. same, same outcome. But yeah. Yeah. Reverse, but the same. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Also trying to figure out the clothes of, okay, this is an 18 month in this, but really it fits like a 12 month. Those kind of pain. Oh my months. gosh. Yeah. It almost makes me want to just buy the same brand constantly so that I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but that's so hard because like, have you ever shot for like cute little girl stuff? And then like, it's never like Target or whatever. It's like some boutique and it's super cute, little fluffy sweaters. They're never the right size. Yeah, no. Clothes are the devil in my house, like with children, because their their drawers are a mess. Like they're outgrowing half of it. Like keeping up with it, <laughs> stains, all of it. I don't like it. 
So there was a couple of extra hacks and tools that we saw, but we don't necessarily do. So I'll list off a couple of those. And then if you've got any extra, these are just kind of ones that you could Google really quick or that we've heard like randomly, but we're a little less connected to. So like baby wipes in every room kind of seems obvious, but like you might want to try and save on the baby wipes. It's not worth it. Don't try and save on the baby wipes. I have baby wipes. I won't go every room, but I definitely have them on every floor. We have them. We open them all the time. So I do that. Like we are a two-story house, so we have baby wipes in our room, in the playroom, upstairs, downstairs. Mm. There's always baby wipes anyway. Yeah. Like close enough to where you don't have to switch floors. And then a burp cloth over the diaper changing pad. So like you said that you don't really use a changing pad. You know, you just... No, that's for cute looks in the room. (laughs) I think I've changed his diaper on there like twice. We don't make special trips to it, but since we always get him ready in his room, we use the changing pad, but he's known for his blowouts. So we always put an extra burp cloth or whatever on top of the changing pad so that you can just rip it off and either throw it away or whatever. That way you can keep your cute changing pad covered that you take, you know, little pictures with, which is weird, but you know, you're not ruining something that's a little bit more expensive. And what I did on that is we went, I went and bought, I think at Walmart or somewhere, like a bunch of the travel, you know, every diaper bag comes with its travel diaper pad. So I have like three or four in our house. So everywhere there's diapers in our room and downstairs, whatever, we have the diapers with a diaper pad. So we just take that travel one and that's kind of like our portable one. Yes. And just that's our hack, I guess. Yeah. Um, layering the crib sheets. I think everyone kind of knows about layering the crib sheets, but it's kind of a big thing. I think it only really makes sense if you constantly buy the waterproof ones. You know, if you buy the regular sheet, it's still going to drip through to the next one. So it only really makes sense if you buy the waterproof sheets. The one I saw is they had the mattress, like two mattress pads, like double up. Um, And I'm just thinking about how awful that would be to like put it all in some crib. (laughs) Or even like I'm thinking of my twin bed of my one that's just been potty trained, like... No, that, no, we're not layering that That's up. a lot of work. <laughs> um, pump parts in the fridge. I saw recently like rubber band around the white package. It seems a little bit extra because like I just said, we don't really save on the wipes. But like if you're, you know, really just trying to cut down on the amount of wipes that you use, probably try putting a rubber band around each side of the hole of the um, package itself because then you have the better chance of pulling just one wipe out at a time. We all know they get stuck together. Yeah, just just don't care about how many wipes you use just yeah. in life. <laughs> yeah. You can save the planet in a lot of ways, but it's not going to be with baby wipes. Just, yeah. just own up to it. <laughs> and then one more really cool one that I saw was tape the speaker on the toy so that it lowers the volume of the toy. That's a That would work if you went ahead and did that. Now, that brings me to something funny right now. So we had a yard sale last week, two weekends ago. And my husband said, everything that goes into the yard sale is not coming back into our home. Well, it was raining that, that later that day. So everything that didn't sell just went back into our garage. <laughs> and so it's supposed to leave our home. So it's my job to take it somewhere. But there's this box of toys. And this isn't even my toy. So my friend that knows this, it's a toy she wanted to get rid of. So she put it in my bin. And thanks, friend. <laughs> that, that toy makes noise every time we walk past it. Like it's like the creepy dog or whatever it is. <laughs> but I need to just get rid of that one. So maybe think of that. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are like, what is going on in that box? 
But as many hacks as there it there are out there, or which ones you want to implement, one mom said it best. What's the number one hack there is? Lower your expectations. Yep. It's <laughs> just all like just just get back. Whatever hack there is, you just lower your expectations, and then whatever yep. happens, you know what? It happens. Exactly. That's definitely number one. I I can appreciate that. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening and watching. Please comment below your favorite tips and tools and tricks and hacks so that we can all kind of grow together and maybe figure out something that could be a little bit easier for each other on a daily basis. Or even what hack didn't work for you. Like, don't waste your money. Yes. You know? Like, don't, don't waste your money in the oh, stupid butt paste spatula. <laughs> so um, thank you again so much. Hope to see you at our next podcast. And if you are interested in a podcast about mom guilt or our most embarrassing moments, we have two other podcasts you could be listening to. Go head over to our main page. All right. You guys have a good day. Thanks. Bye. In a phase of life where time is precious, thanks for choosing to spend your time with us. We hope you've enjoyed and laughed with us in this podcast and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with another mom who needs to hear it. See you next time. Bye.